Wait a minute, Prince Adam, you haven't seen Crawl? You really haven't seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. What about Masters of the Universe? Let's remedy that! Welcome to Raised by Spoilers, where we watch and unpack cult movies, you boob! Some of them good! And most of them bad? That was a real bad Skeletor, but I'm going with it. Welcome back to Raised by Spoilers, everyone. Tonight we watched Masters of the Universe. But before we start, I'm joined with the feminist warlord herself, Nintendo Geek. Hello! He's stone cold. He's got retractable arms. Alex Austin. All true, it is I. He's joining us tonight as a, as a very special guest. And your friend and mine, my co-host, the guy you got to keep in the plastic because... He kind of stinks a little sometimes. <laughs> Skunkor? No, what was it? Trapjaw? God damn it. Plebeian Adam. Yes. Also, uh, you devalue me if you take me out of the box. That's fair. True story. You got to keep that sticker, that Kmart sticker, crisp. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, tonight I'm joined by a table of goons as we uh, unpack the disasters of the universe. But a table of boobs! Before I get everyone's thoughts, let me do a little intro for us. Um... More Rambo than Conan the Barbarian, with almost nothing recognizable of the toy line or the canceled TV show. 1987's He-Man, the Masters of the Universe, was a, a complete disaster. A Hail Mary for Hasbro to save an already saturated market with a very expensive ripoff of a Star Wars. The movie was budgeted with $22 million and only made $17 million back. Surprisingly enough, the film itself reminds me of the first Thor. Gary Godwin, the director had only done theme park attraction rides after this until he was later exposed for sexual assault allegations involving Brian Singer of the X-Men from movies. So with that information, what did everybody think of the disasters of the universe? Well, Alex, you're the guest. Well, I mean, it definitely, it definitely didn't go the route of, uh, of, uh, it, it, uh, <laughs> I'm moving on against the microphone. Here. We got new mics, Definitely. ladies and gentlemen. Welcome yeah, we, back. We got Sorry, new mics. we are trying. <laughs> so, and, and they're they're very nice mics. If you can't yeah. tell, uh, I sound clean and crisp as uh, as one should on a uh, are these road mics. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They're gonna Pod pay mics. us for that. Like gonna, fresh action. They're figure. gonna pay us for that, obviously. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, it, it definitely didn't go as poorly as Gary Goddard's career ultimately went, I would say. Uh, in fact, uh, it, what I saw in this, the, the thing that really lit it up for me right off the get-go, Skeletor comes in, music is rising, and the, the, the camera pans around him, and man, he's got drip. He's got some serious drip going on in this film, man. You see that armor? You see that black, the shiny lycra stuff he's clothed in? Oh, yeah. So, man, he's just, he's popping. The muscles are popping. Legs are popping. So, honestly, I was very impressed right off the get-go, and that pretty much maintained uh, throughout the film um, in a different reality. Actually, this movie's garbage, but I fully enjoyed <laughs> it. Was awful. It was awful. So. <laughs> I did like his entrance where he, like, he's walking to a beat with his cane. So it's, ka-ding, ka-ding, ka-ding. It was just really. They were trying to go for medicine, but I knew what no, it was. No, they were trying to go like. for next level Palpatine. Like 100,000%. Yeah, this movie that. wants to rip off Star Wars a lot. Oh my and God. And you get that a lot within it. But also, Nintendo Geek, what did you think? Um, I think it was a classic 80s uh, Mary Sue tale about uh, take X franchise, put them into modern day 
it just so unfortunately happened to be 1980s maybe new jersey i don't know i seen a palm tree at the end i'm kind of questioning <laughs> whether or not it was actually new jersey and no one talking oh i think yeah i mean the cop did i yeah, think no uh, detective lubick what was her name that the the one that courtney cox played what was her name uh her name is julie winston julie yeah I think she was moving to New Jersey. That's where we all, we oh, heard New Jersey, but she's moving okay. to New Jersey okay. from wherever the hell they are. You know what? That makes sense. Although that also, I, I don't know because I don't know anywhere in like California or Florida, maybe Florida that has like a chicken and rib stand. We have to look this up. <laughs> I mean, we, it was definitely filmed in Burbank. I, I can tell you yeah. that right now. Really? <laughs> well, the, oh, yeah, 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 a lot was, of it was, yeah, this was definitely filmed like okay, on okay. back lots and in and around Burbank. And oh, the, for the, sure. the desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nevada Desert. Yeah, well, back alley, like where they film <laughs> yeah. a lot of the oh, of cheaper sci-fi. Cheaper sci-fi or even Star Trek movies. Yeah. Well, right? she was wearing a the skirt the, the whole time right. and she wasn't cold. Had to have been the desert. Right. Denim. Yeah. Denim. Denim skirt. Do you know how hard that is to run in? I give her credit. <laughs> Plebby and Adam. Oh God. Where there do are... we start with this film? Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> All right. I think we have to start where it's clear. Never once I was very upset. Never once. Did I get to see Prince Adam? No. I'm fucking pissed. Yep. Who? Who? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What guy? Yeah. It, I, I don't get me wrong. I think Dolph is probably one of the best actors you could have gotten to get this role. Okay, so remember, we had Rambo. We had the Terminator. Mm. We had Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. We had a lot of uh, very ripped gentlemen of the time. Yeah. The true action star. The true 80s action star. Yeah. So Dolph wasn't necessarily uh, a stretch to try to get for He-Man. Plus, he was already blonde. Was he? Is he? Yeah, he's blonde. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. He's a Swedish man. Of course he is. Yeah, you know what? Dirt That's a dirt. good point. Yeah. Yeah. We're making assumptions and there's it's a little touchy subjects. But <laughs> I I I don't I, I have to say I disliked it ultimately as a film. I just I, I it is so fucking 80s. So 80s. Those back alleys are 80s. The random box areas are 80s. The color palette is 80s. and But it's not good 80s. TMNT 2, great 80s. Mm. This is trash 80s. But what's funny is some of the greatest films, you can see this follows the exact same story plot pattern right. of some of the greatest films. It's like it's so close to being formulaic, but it just does yeah. it wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think uh, it's interesting you brought up the TMNT two things. I really feel like uh, like a Vanilla Ice cameo would have really spiced things up in here. Well, there was there was no like song. Yeah, there was no like song. The thing is, like I want to take away quick just the color. You mentioned the color scheme, right? Um, walking into it, you look at He Man, even the cartoon or toy line. Yeah, it is bright. It is vibrant, mm -hmm. man. Right? Yeah. Man in Arms, Tila, gray. Everything is gray yes. and in a thong. And I'm not necessarily against gray no, and thongs. it's her tactical thong. I'm sorry, her, ta <laughs> her, ta her tactical <laughs> thong. I apologize. We all need tactical thongs. Um, it's 12% quieter, okay? It, it is 12% quieter. Um, you hear the squeak of the cheek, but that's about it. What I will say, though, is it's so fucking bland. Yeah. This movie is... I fucking hate this movie I, I hate this movie so much because i love he-man for how wild and batshit sci-fi it is yeah where you get this and you're like okay what we're gonna do we're gonna do it for the cartoon we're gonna sell toys and then we're gonna get this film that is cowboy like 
bad stormtrooper Darth Vader armor and all of our heroes are in gray and everything's brown and it's just flat. It's and the so sword. fucking flat and nobody nobody uses their swords. Yes. It's all laser pistols. Considering He-Man's main weapon is his sword and I his sword blends into his costume. Yeah. So like what the hell you should be there should be a light on his sword at all times. Right. <laughs> Every time he uses it there's a fling like a, a lens glare or yeah. something, right? But there isn't that. We have a flat drab very sweaty kind of pandering monotonous just keeps going on like the film itself almost feels too long for okay how long is this film uh, 106, 106 minutes yeah. this film felt far longer felt than four hours yeah. yeah it got really dry at, at a certain point um it I, was marketed for kids this is to sell toys uh, i i liked the texture and the physical design of man-at-arms armor but their color scheming was wrong. It right. didn't pop the... They, they had so much texture and uh, depth and, and layers that were really cool, but they did not make it pop with colors. Well, the character... I mean, the characters, too, they were like... They weren't like... To me, they just... Other, other than He-Man, the man himself, Dolph Lundgren, they just... They didn't seem bulky enough to me, especially after I haven't watched the show. Like, Man-at-Arms, like, his armor's, like, bigger, thicker. That's you know true. what I mean? Like, the yeah, weapons running are bigger. Around in football gear. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. tactical bulletproof vest. It definitely has more presence, and they definitely didn't achieve that in this. And then as far as the weapons go, I mean, like, why is everybody so fucking strapped in this movie? Like, what the hell? <laughs> They're, like, He-Man, the first thing he does is pull out a gun and just start blasting bitches. Like, it was crazy. It yeah, was crazy. it was kind of weird that Rambo 2 was really popular at the time. Oh, so yeah. there was this With whole, how do we sell lasers? <laughs> well, how do we sell laser tag? How do we sell, la like, any of this? Their problem is his main sword, his main function of the sword was block lasers, not swing sword. Yeah. Yeah. Which really defeats the whole fucking concept. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Going into this, like, I did see this in theaters when I was a kid, and I vaguely remember leaving the theater with my dad. I remember the after credit scene. So I do remember that. You sat through it all. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah, is yeah. wild. Yeah. There so was an after credit scene. That's like one of the few memories I have from, from that time. I remember that. We saw TMNT in theaters too back in the day. Like, I still remember that. But um, as a kid, I would imagine I would have been disappointed that, like, I would, I would have wanted to see, like, more sword. And, you know, as a, as a four-year-old, I probably would have, like, you know, less of an opinion of how much of it, you know what I mean? But yeah. as an adult, I, that's all I want to see is him swinging that fucking sword around and, you know, cutting dudes up. But right. obviously, you know, what is it, PG? Even G movie? Oh, it like, was, yeah, this, this would have been it like was PG. It was a PG. Yeah, it was PG. I don't even know how it managed to be PG because we yeah. wouldn't have had a PG 13 rating just because um, there was blood on Beastman's. Oh, Beast that's Man's right. Head. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was blood sometimes. That's also, right. one of the only recognizable characters besides Skeletor, Evil Lynn. Oh, I would not have recognized him if they did not specify and go, You, sir, are He Man or uh, Beastman. You should go out and find. I would not have recognized yeah. him. So, what did we have? Evil Lynn, Skeletor, Man at Arms. Sheila. Tila. 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 Sorry. Tila and Beastman. As well as the man himself, He-Man. And yeah. the sorceress. Barely. 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 And if those other characters were in the original show or comics or anything, I wouldn't I don't recall them at all. They're yeah. not. They were Card specifically and... created yeah. to sell new toys, which were never released. Gotcha. Until later into like the collector's market gotcha. nowadays for this film. That makes sense. The So that's why it... Like, imagine going in seeing, hey, your favorite characters. It's yeah. the it's the classic uh, DC problem where they're going to go fight a villain that they create for that movie that has nothing to do with the comic books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, who the fuck is who the fuck is Black Adam fighting? Who is this guy? A big like, gray, a big gray man, a big gray man. Right. Yes. 
Were they afraid to use Fisto? Yes. Yes, they were. They were afraid to use Fisto. Ladies and gentlemen, just so you all know, this is our Pride episode, by the way, as well. Happy Pride Month to everyone. We're doing Disasters of the Universe for you all. Because He-Man is gay as they come. You're that. (laughs) Totally. Once a a month or once a year, we got a a good He-Man in us. Um, So the Blade character. The Blade character. I could not stop looking at him and being reminded of the main villain from Waterworld. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He also shows up in animated format if you watch the Kevin Smith Netflix show. No. There is, yeah. There is uh, There is a bit in the sewers. You pointed it out in Stando Geek the first time we watched it. I want to say in the second season-ish version where they try to break back oh. into Grayskull. Yeah. The, they're fighting the bootleg bullshit version of the He-Man villains bouncing oh. around. Go back and watch I that never, episode. I never saw season two. Now I gotta go watch it. What? What? I, I all right for whatever reason I never got it. It oh, was it, amazing. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. But you get you kind of get now, especially if you're gonna go back to season two. Spoilers for another show. Uh, <laughs> you kind of get the Skella God. You you yeah. see the cherry picking of the way this movie starts and He Man, I've won. And it's just <laughs> fucking terrifying. No, that's the best. Uh, like I like like I like. Yeah, like I won. Like no, no big speech, no gloating. Just I won. Ha! Walk past him. <laughs> Yo, boob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, boob. Like there's, there is some, ah, there is some gems in this pile of shit. But yeah, but it, you have to dig. Through you gotta really dig crusty, with a, chunky shit. You gotta <laughs> dig, man. You gotta dig. It's so, like, what do we think of that? Uh, the what was it? The the universal key? The universal key. The no, Japanese the, synthesizer. No, no, the <laughs> yeah, cosmic yeah. key. Co- sorry, you're right. Cosmic key. Cosmic, cosmic key. key. Yeah. Did anyone think that was just horribly 80s, a synthesizer type musical thing as a key? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's awful. Big time. It's awful. Big time. Um, <laughs> you guys kept saying uh, the theme reminded you of Superman. Yeah, the musical uh, a theme. A couple yeah. times you guys both yeah. asked. We're like, is this the guy who did the Superman thing? Wait a minute, Skeletor's entering the room. It's literally the Imperial March. Just yes. slowed down. Yeah, yeah. No, all of these tracks are ripped off. <laughs> all of it was done. <laughs> Bill Conti, he did um, Karate Kid. And Rockies. And Rockies. That's it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So he didn't do Superman. Yeah. He didn't Wild. do Superman. So it's just like, what's a popular thing that the kids love? So he just I'm stole not trying from to, everyone I'm else. not saying he stole, but it is frightening. Boy, close. it's close it to the Superman close. thing. Very, very close. Especially when Skeletor first walks into the yeah. room and you hear oh. the Imperial March dun, dun, and dun, all dun, of these stormtroopers, these black Skele Nazis walk yeah. in and it's like, oh my God. I'm like, wow. Courtney Cox is in this film. Uh, yes. Did great. Honestly, of, she uh, was standout. Friends fame. They don't really give her anything to fucking do, no. which is shit. Considering uh, the lines she got, the role she got. She was a new actress. This was about her second film. Yeah, yeah she's new. She did a fantastic job she for did. what she was given. She did. Unfortunately, they didn't do anything with her character. No, absolutely A lot of the female not. characters in this movie just kind of fall to the wayside. Uh, they are... This, this was the 80s, man. They, I, mean, she, I know, she at least got to I run know, around and get hurt and well, then get saved. Well, that was <laughs> the thing. It didn't actually show her getting saved. Oh, yeah, that's true. It cut... Like, they freed the sorceress, and you oh, just yeah. assume that the sorceress would have uh, healed her before... Like, there was no scene where she healed her yeah, before she right. sent her back. Fuck Unresolved. that. Fuck Unresolved. that. When they go back, before they even go back to Eternia, or Nevada the desert, she's <laughs> like, there, there's three shots 
which I, none of, I don't know if any of you guys have seen, but the cop is coming to be like, we got to stop them. They're doing drugs. And he comes running over and Courtney Cox and the fucking not my Orco is jamming out on the guitar. And she's just wide awake being like, are we filming? Are we filming? As she's looking around wide-eyed. And then the angle changes because they didn't realize they had a two-camera, maybe three-camera set up. And she's just starfished out in fucking He-Man's arms. Just... <laughs> and then they go to another shot and she's wide awake looking around again. Oh. Shocked that there's... Um, what do we what would we say? It's animated? It's not even CGI'd. What do you what, what? the the electricity the light? Yeah, yeah. Oh, was that, was I don't that, know. Was that, that rotoscoped goes. or was that CGI? I'm assuming it seemed rotoscoped. Yeah, that's it right. seems it painted on. Yeah, yeah. So the rotoscope lightning flashing around everywhere that they're all supposed to be like, okay, I'm surprised, but she didn't get the cue, so she's still just fucking looking around to what camera she's Wild. supposed to look passed out at. Wild. <laughs> oh my god. I didn't notice that. She did a great job in this film. She did what she could with what they gave her, which is practically nothing. So that speaks volumes. Yeah. I mean, I, I, Holy I do, I do want to say that the overarching theme here for me was this is a story of one man and the near That's unraveling it. of the universe uh, due to him wanting his girlfriend to go with him to a sound check. Uh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Kevin. Let's chalk yeah. it up to Skelikev. Yeah. Okay, so Skelikev, <laughs> Skela fucking Kev is a total piece of shit the entire time. Uh, no wonder she's moving across the fucking country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to New Jersey to other away. job opportunities and boys. Yeah, yeah. Or, I'm sorry, grown men. Bye. <laughs> fucking, who don't have sound checks, Who don't have fucking sound checks. And like, oh my God. I do love that... Uh, you're going away. You're gonna. You got to leave at eight. You got time for my sound check, right? You Are you kidding hours? me? You need to prepare when you're going on a flight. You you're ready twelve hours before. Yeah, this is before nine eleven. You get you get on the plane with a cigarette and a bottle of booze in your hand, baby, in the yeah. carry on luggage. That's true. You walked on those fucking planes. You want it proof? You watch Jackie Brown. They don't even check her for coke. She just walks on the plane. That is true. You don't have to go through like a ritual of butt fingering There's on nothing. your way there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing. Yeah, let, unless let, Kevin's let's... dropping you off on the fucking ride there. Yeah, good yeah. lord. I was spoiler warning. She never makes the fucking flight. She so does tell you that. Oh my god, <laughs> that's what I was waiting for the whole time. So I know I wanted like the hard cut of it's like wow, they sent us back in time. And she's just wakes up on the plane being yeah. like, good fucking riddance, small town. I'm out of there, and you're fucking. UFOs and He-Man. So, uh, Skeletor... She wakes up all wrapped in a bandage like, there was a guy, he wore no shirt. He, wore, he, had, a he had a sword he never used. He had a sword he, he never used. He kept hugging me. Oh my God. He was so sweaty. There's no shirts there. There's only like robes and tactical yeah, gear. Yeah, exactly. like, you have two options. shirts in Eternia. Two options. Laser gun or bulletproof vest that will do jack and shit. And Jack left town a long fucking time ago. So what I will say, ladies and gentlemen, is Skeletor doesn't do a goddamn thing in this movie. No. He pretty much dictates, which is fine that Skeletor you know who he is but stands up evil Lynn go do the thing sits back down fucking gets up give me the sword I did it puts it in the slot sits back down tortures He-Man sitting down like there is one fight where he hits him with a broomstick yeah, and they shut all the lights off so they can have the explosions. I'm sorry, this is your show. I fucking hate this movie. It is rare, ladies and gentlemen. I so bring, much hate. I I all of the hate. I bring a lot of the films to the show. I kind of it's me and Nintendo Geek's job to kind of source and just find weird off the wall movies to to just talk about. And this was a cult film that we had. And uh, what I will say is after. 
a few more viewings of this classic, classic cult movie. Oh, it makes my blood boil. Only it, because you're so like in involved and in like you love the original content so much. Well, because there's and this is what they gave. Well, it's like, <laughs> hey guys, listen, let me pitch you a fucking He-Man movie. You ready right now? Here we go. Put on your He-Man caps, okay? Or actually, to all of you, just take your shirts off. We're gonna get put on my chest strappies. All right, ready? All right. It's 1985. We're in the Hasbro Mattel offices. We're probably doing a bunch banking, of coke. Banking yeah, we're, we're money. absolutely doing blow. Money is pouring out of the walls. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna make a movie for He Man. For boys. For boys. Only. Because girls girls cook. Maybe brush <laughs> their hair. <laughs> My little pony and easy bake oven will prove that. And the shitty sales of Shira will, you know, we'll talk about that another time when we do the actual the show on Netflix, because it's phenomenal. What can young boys relate to? What do they want to see? They want to see their hero fight their favorite villain, fight their favorite villain's best friends. Where? In their own backyard. Wait a minute. Shouldn't we have it in Eternia where the show's set? Fuck that. Fire that guy. Throw him out the goddamn window. We're going to have it we on Earth. We can't afford that. We have We're to put that money it. towards our blow. We're going to have it. <laughs> At a fried chicken and rib joint my uncle owns. And then who's on the list? We got Courtney Cox. We got Robert Duncan McNeil. He hasn't had work yet. And he's only going to go on to do what? My Life and the, some other bullshit Star soap operas. So he's going to direct and be on some Star Trek Voyager episodes. Yep. Yeah. Fucking Kevin. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. And they were like, yeah, okay, who do you want to be in it? Who can we license well, out? And we're like, we're not even going to. We're not even going to make it look like Grayskull. We want nothing recognizable in this movie. That cool. way we don't have to license out the toys for them. And we'll sell them more toys. I do big exec. Like, I do this bit a lot. Yeah. So I, I got this one. I got right, this one. Cool. So I'm going to pick up my Megatron All right, here. Ready? My Megatron, because I'm at the Mattel head office here. And I'm going okay. gonna... to... Right, right. You a badass line of blow off that. And I'm telling you what, if we're getting Dolph Lundgren, we're going to pay big money for this guy. I better we see are. his nipples. We are. At least 30 no. out of 30 What about his cock? How much so do we sell his cock? If I don't see one? the bulge on this thing, okay. we're going to have nothing to sell. I don't sure? even know what we're going to hand off. Adam, can you play uh, executive also on Coke and uh, who's worried about the film being made for children? This is for children. This needs to be for children. Okay, so we can't have his cock, but what if we have his belly button and everything else showing? Listen, I, I, I we, don't care if there's any. I don't care if there's any cock. I don't care if there's any man milk. Okay, then we're gonna we're gonna just put this thing out there. It's gonna make a hundred million dollars, and we're gonna sell some toys. Okay, so just this so is we PG. Know, we can only have the bulge. We need people <laughs> being cut literally in half, and the kids loved when we killed Optimus Prime in the fucking first Transformers movie. They lined up down the block for when we turned. That beautiful red, white, and blue monster truck of a man, gray. Yeah. Oh my God. How do I not? How do I just remember that now? Because it was how that movie started, and it was awful, and it was incredibly traumatic, and <laughs> parents had to walk their children out of the fucking theater because the, in the first three and a half minutes, they kill Optimus Goddamn Prime. <laughs> Super, I mean, super Seth Van Hassen now. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Within yeah, the first, the paint scheme, it's gorgeous. <laughs> within the first ten minutes, they killed technically He Man, and this just not you know the character. They the killed franchise. the franchise in the first ten minutes. As soon as you get this huge, beautiful, like 
prismatic lore dump of Skull, the most powerful place in the universe, looks nothing like you recognize it. The TV, the lunchboxes, the fucking cereal. Nope, we got a skull with radio antennas sticking out of it. Welcome to the goddamn okay. desert. All right, I am going to say one thing that you're not going to agree with me on. I fucking loved the design of that castle. Grayskull. Oh, I'm happy. I'm happy. Dude. It was not the castle gray skull. I know. Not my gray skull. Not my hashtag. Not my gray skull. <laughs> but I did like the design. Just not like a. I didn't want this to be in here. I, I would. It fit somewhere else. Put it somewhere else. I love the design. Whoever designed it, give them props. But not for this movie. So yeah. if you watch Toys That Made Us and you can Google some Googles, uh, there is production stills and concept art for this. And it Grayskull itself and Eternia look like something out of fucking Blade Runner. Wow. You That's take Blade cool. Runner and you drop it in a jungle. So this was something like an artist went over They went the through fact. and they said, okay, here's our okay. ideas. And yeah. they went, we're not going to use any of these. That sounds really <laughs> fucking cool, actually. And it's like, take these mega cities because it's fucking He-Man and we'll just drop it in a jungle. Yeah. I kind of we'll like just that. paint on glass and it's just wild shit happening yeah because you've got i mean you could throw some lore at us if you want like the fright zone you've got snake mountain you've got you're blanking at me nintendo geek you know this history i'm blanking like detective Lubrick. oh my god yeah he was clearly on fucking cocaine the entire fucking oh my god movie. he was sniffing so bad that i have never seen someone cock a shotgun so many times <laughs> without all he did all he did the entire <laughs> film <laughs> No, no, can I just say, (laughs) at the end, at the battle scene, could you imagine how devastating him actually using a shotgun on these people would actually be? How horrifying. Considering they're used to treating laser burns. (laughs) Oh, they shoot arrows. <laughs> like, imagine that person. It's just I, shredding. I honestly like, wanted to pick up the pieces. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Screaming because they're still yeah, alive. Yeah. They're not yeah. stunned. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'd have Endor, right? The stormtroopers with arrows through their fucking head, still alive. <laughs> I honestly, in a way, for that one scene, wanted like the bullets to just bounce off of them. Uh, like, yeah. sh- boom, and then they just plink, and you just have like a guy throw gravel on the ground. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, oh, they're way more advanced than us. Yeah. This isn't going to work. We're fucked. Well, like, That's true. Um, like, like, they use a combination of science and magic both beyond us. Right. So they're, you know, if you don't have armor, it doesn't really matter in that world because you have magical armor. But I feel right. like you'd have this, like the vibrating belt buckle yeah. that just would push everything off. Well, really and that's why me. nobody got hurt in the cartoon. Yeah. yeah, and maybe in this world they just kind of like got lucky and stumbled upon some crystals or something that had some kind of power. Yeah, they because stumbled they don't, on they some really fucking crystals. See, all other, right. other than other than not my Orco, I, I don't I don't really know that anyone seems to know the technology at all. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's just it, it was really struck me as kind of strange. Like anyway, speaking know. of technology, I've got to ask the question. So obviously we know that the whole point of the sword is that it's a funnel for the power of Grayskull. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. That's new lore. Oh, is it? That's new lore. Oh. Yeah. Seemed like it was doing something there, like powering up the throne. Though, yeah. Or so we it never got... opened up the shutter, which yeah. allowed the energy of the universe to come in. Yeah. yeah. We didn't get the, we didn't get any of that information until they like stripped it from the old comic books. And then Kevin Smith sat down and was like, Hey, yeah. we need to make sense of all of this. Mm. Oh, I didn't know that that was that kind of new. All of it, even the TV show. And there's probably five episodes that I would love to watch with you because they're just batshit crazy, especially the <laughs> drug episode. Oh boy. Cause there is a don't oh, do drugs. He-Man read- episode. And it's, 
fucking amazing. And you want to do drums that. when you watch this episode. Wasn't that <laughs> she- no, it wasn't she. It was a He-Man episode. Are you sure? Yeah, it was because I think oh, the bad guy great. was named the Pusher or like yeah. Doctor Pusher or it something like that. It was like, like this that. girl God. that got wrapped in this like crystal that like gave her powers, and at the end, He-Man gave a whole thing about like you know don't you do, don't, don't you do. don't have to take like things. To, but it makes to the be show better. even better. <laughs> and it, it was oh literally like an anti-drug episode. Dude, it's fucking great. You want to do drugs while you watch the episode? She got hooked on this like performance enhancing drug. Don't you love those old eighties where it's there's this entire group of people that are all doing coke off of hookers' asses and then immediately going, we should tell people not to do this amazing fucking yeah, thing. Absolutely, it's that pain. Remember, one hundred percent. Remember, yeah, <laughs> just a fair, just like everything. Lying so. is not the answer. Tell the truth. That's right. So your dad can beat the shit out of you. <laughs> so do we have to talk about why movies, I, I'm guessing it's budgetary reasons, or maybe it's, oh, so you feel connected. Why every goddamn movie in the 80s, just like this one, took you from a cool, interesting world, and we're like, we're going to put you in New York. Because no, you, can relate, you can relate to it. Exactly. I can't. I'm from Windsor, Canada. I don't relate to New York's. We're trying to get to the normal, hot, 1980s teen, and you're going to relate to it, and it's going to be generic enough where this guy isn't Marty McFly, but he's close enough. He's kind of like a bootleg Marty McFly. Oh, my God. And he's got sound check. Sorry, I just noticed who Evil Lynn was. Yeah, Meg Foster. (laughs) I didn't notice who was playing She's in a bunch of stuff, man. She's great. Um... So they try to keep it as generic as possible. It's the same thing with Stranger Things. Like, it's fucking generic well, storytelling. Well, Stranger Things is small town, blah, blah, generic. But right. the 80s were specifically New York. No, my guy. It was small fucking town. You look at... Oh, not small town. I apologize. Because I'm going to start naming stuff and it's going to make make me look like an idiot. Uh, Santa Cruz, small town Santa Cruz Lost Boys. Fucking the Goonies small town. Like, yeah. everything's... Just, every, thing you pull from that pulls from that film or those movies or even this film is like bullshit small town you got your hand up like you're in a, a I mean, arts class you guys like, are, what's going on you guys are from the 80s you I, knew that everything... well i was born in 88 so i'm not from the oh 80s. yeah so you're good enough what's the history what was it like so in 83 <laughs> or or history has told us that in the 80s if you were a nerd or liked anything nerd related you were immediately uncool so what is the like you want people to go see this movie that is based in a fantasy realm. It's a cartoon and you want people to actually go and see it. Namely older kids. You have to kind of dumb it down to make it seem like not so nerdy. I want to be clear. That wasn't just the eighties. That was also my youth in the early two thousands and the 1990s and in the 2010s and now in the 2020s. (laughs) Except they made bullies look like uh, punk rock kids. And now in the world we live in, the punk rock kids were never the bullies. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It was the jocks. The the 80s jocks were Uh, the real bullies. Also, Hence why you had to make like, maybe not for you guys, but like maybe the, 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 the teenagers of the 80s wouldn't want to go see He-Man or be seen seeing He-Man if it was just a basic, like, all-around fantasy. Is that why they brought in the cool, air quotes, cool douche guy Kevin? He's in a to band. Be like, I'm in a band, man. You want to come do my sound check? Yeah. I play keyboard. You can't relate to a... He's a sound master. You can't relate to an <laughs> upper-middle-class uh, kid that could afford He-Man toys and... Or instruments or music lessons. Okay, that is exactly what I California. (laughs) No, but for real, you look at that fucking demographic. Also, not to be thing, uh, Nintendo geek, but the problem, uh, the other problem with this movie is no one went to it. Oh, for sure. Right, it it, it backfires. They should have went full fantasy. Right. 
They should have. They, they probably couldn't afford. I'm going to assume the main reason was a the the relation. Like, hey, make sure you people feel like they're related or or you can relate to the characters, right? Because they want to bring in that. It's got to have these things in it, yeah, in order to call it a He-Man movie. Yeah, and but they didn't have the budget to stay in Eternia. I'm assuming that's a huge. Well, I, I think they were I, in the desert. You called it yourself. Yeah, You're like the writing though would have. It, it, the writing was intended for them to get more uh, like third parties involved, more brands right. involved, right? And obviously they didn't get that many. I saw Pepsi, well, I saw Burger King. They had H R Block, yeah. Rexall, Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a few in there, but like I, I think that there was probably some big ones they missed out on because yeah. it's just some of the some of it felt very empty. Even though obviously all the city scenes were filmed on like a back lot somewhere, probably yeah. at WB Studios and Burbank or something like that. But I, I think there was probably a bigger opportunity for them to get budget from that. And I think I, I would venture to guess that every penny of their $17 million budget came from these product placements. Or <laughs> like, the special or effects. Every single penny. <laughs> well, I, I made the joke that they, they had the budget for five sets. Yeah. yeah. You were 100% accurate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so, so fucking bad. Yeah. So, I, I just, there's so many things that were wrong. Even like when he finally got the sword. And scream right at the end where they're fighting. They go back to Eternia and he pulls out the sword from the slot. He's like, I have the power. Like, I did, did just did a cooler job than he did. Right. It sounded it just, it did not have the punch, the, the, I have the power. It was just, it felt empty. It felt wrong. Well, like most of his lines, it was probably dubbed with another well, man's the voice. Sound effects no, it was, kind of that was very much his it. voice. You think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I don't know, that's man. his voice. The thing is, you got to remember too, guys. Uh, the cartoon stopped airing in '85, so this is no two shit. years after. Oh man, still, yeah, because they were still selling toys. They were yeah. sitting on toys. Um, Once the show went was done airing, though, they ran it in syndication until fucking ad, ad they nauseum. Still do. Right, they still do. But it's you've seen toys. We've all seen toys that made us. Yeah. yeah, they were sitting on warehouses of the plastic. Sure, yeah, and they had to move it. Mm-hmm. So what's a good way to? Sell toys because Star Wars is flying off the shelf. Yeah. We all know the Kenner well, story. Syndication, syndication. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, the amount of Star Wars I got from this. Oh, getting to the end, pulls out the sword, fights Skeletor. I mean Palpatine, and throws Skeletor. Palpatine Skeletor over the, <laughs> over the edge. I was, I was sitting there saying, "Where's the flare up? Where's the flare up from the shaft? Right. Where is it?" And he didn't have one, and I was actually kind of disappointed. I was. It was the exact scene, but shit. That's the best part is you can tell they're like, "I that want f- that scene from Star Wars, yeah. but make it shitty." We'll make it on the budget. Yeah, give, me some, give me some more Star Wars. I want to see him go down the shaft. I want to see the flare up. The flare up, sir. We don't have the budget. Cut the flare up. Throw him down the shaft. <laughs> that's exactly how it went. All I can imagine is, is Skeletor being like, "Do it, do it." <laughs> Damn you, boob! <laughs> yeah, because fucking Jedi was eighty three. Yeah, so they would have just copied it. Yep. It would. Oh man, what a cheap, what a weird, like ten years of <laughs> we need a Star Wars. Yeah, we need a Star Wars so fucking bad. We're gonna do Flash <laughs> Gordon. We're gonna do no Flash Gordon came out before Star Wars. They copied. No, no, it came Gordon. out just after the first Star Wars. Ah, Between the first. Yeah. And the Sorry, it's only yeah. we did an episode on. This. We did an episode on this. <laughs> <laughs> sure we're professionals we're here. professionals on this one tree scorpions if you touched them ladies and gentlemen there's a pandemic oh, sweeping oh, the neighborhoods oh, of the modern kids we haven't done it we're, we're there i'm don't okay. worry we'll get to that segment sorry my god you're judging our host harshly holy shit i it's... have been working a lot <laughs> 
So the He-Man story works well, almost better as a Jazam, a Jazam story, yeah. where if Adam would have lost the sword and we wouldn't have had Dolph Lumberg. Yes. Yeah. And it's, hey, I'm Prince Adam and I'm on Earth and I need to find my sword. I'm I think just it, a regular nerdy boy. I'm a nerdy kid that's yeah, yeah. not relatable. And then he fucking does the thing. He gets it and all no, of a sudden really, it's I'm like... No, really, I'm the Prince of Eternia. Right. Why that doesn't is, anyone believe we me? We have these moments yeah. of like Dolph Lundberg as a reflection in the glass and yeah. Prince Adam being like, yeah. oh! Like, that's a movie the, I want to see. The idea of fucking even the toy commercial, the classic, classic toy commercial of He-Man yeah. where it is the little kid standing in front of like the Christmas display yep. and like you see the silhouette yes. and the kid's like I have the power oh. that would have been it, I was thinking the exact same thing watching the entire movie and Skeletor's trying to find the fucking sword that where is, is it what his they should have done his, courage. his power is his courage they could have thrown Adam into the 80s yep. into the New York 80s yep. and they could have had him working with Courtney Cox yep to try and get himself back. And yeah, yep. he's like, I, I need to get back. I need to save my people. And this is also the movie where uh, Tila and Man-at-Arms learn are going that to find him. Are going to find him and learn who he is yes. for the first time. Because yep. that's a big moment. Dude. And that would be a big moment to have in a movie. Dude. And, and that's the movie instead of the Kevin Smith show where yeah. they find out who he is. Yeah. Yeah. It, honestly, I made a lot of correlations because I felt like they told the same tale yep. with Skelegod getting the sword yeah, finally yeah. Mm. and all that fun jazz. It's just Smith just did it so much There's better. There's bones. Yeah. There are bones. It's just, it's a very 80s. You don't say. There are bones. <laughs> there are bones in this sh movie. I almost said bones in the show. There is bones in this movie that are not great, but there's pieces there that are yeah. usable that would have been great. And even if Orko was fucking animated. Oh, instead like, of uh, Gwildor? Do the classic, what is it, Captain N? Where they had it half animated, half live action, mm -hmm. and we throw Adam out, and all of a sudden they come through, and it's like... They could have just not... They could have had a scene where it's Orko and the Sorceress are captured, and Skele Skeletor is taking their power combined. Right? Yeah. This way, you can have him, and you can be like, hey, he exists, but we're just going to mostly not have him around. Right. Right. Nah, man, because I still think you need Orko as the MacGuffin who can get uh, Man in Arms and Tila to Adam to get him back. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. You need him as the MacGuffin. You have he Skeletor kill He Man, setting him through a portal to Earth. He Man loses his sword. He is a nerdy kid in New York or California or wherever. And we do the Sean Connor, this, the, yeah, the Sean Connors Terminator 2 thing where Skeletor is like, yo, he's alive. Send some fucking goons after him. And then there's a race to try to get the sword to get Adam back to things to fight Skeletor to see Eternia. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you can fucking find me at Nintendo Geek or Nintendo Geek or Geek Movie House, and I will write your scripts. Good night. That's <laughs> <laughs> no. a way better movie. No, it, it, is. It, is. it is. It's simple because you have some of it animated, like the fucking cartoon, and then you have the live action shit that's almost like Ninja Turtles. Where yeah. It's like, whoa, my God. Right? Orko, you get Jim Henson on the fucking phone, and you have him. <laughs> they could not afford String yes. up. A, you have yeah. fucking Orko get strung up like a witch and have him come out with his big. <laughs> stupid floppy hat and you just have him as a puppet yeah that's it that would totally work but they clearly used the cosmic key instead of utilizing the sword and gave at like gave he-man a gun in order to like distract from the sword actually being like the important part because yeah. when he lost his sword he should have lost his powers and like that said, Turn threw me Adam. off too yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. like he doesn't use like man-at-arms and tila sure because that's what man-at-arms does he does 
weapons and technology right. for the king and queen and the army and all that. And Adam or He-Man always uses a sword. Yeah. Right, because you so, could have a man at arms going, these weapons are primitive. These are crap. Exactly. This isn't going to do shit. Like, oh, man course. at arms just disassembling the shotgun and having it drop in Oh, eight it pieces. seems to be an animal <laughs> yeah, bone. No, no. It's like, hey, no, you, you you comment on the handgun being like, oh, what is this? Primitive. Yeah. Your, yes. your, your Barbarella pole. Your, yeah. your Flash Gordon pole. Your Ming. Your, these villains. These This primitive, mm-hmm. knuckle-dragging, mouth-breathing world. Yes. Yeah. He-Man just devouring fucking Eggo waffles. What product placement can we throw? Yes. Y'all want to oh. sell y'all want to sell Pizza Hut pizzas or Domino's? Yeah. Like fucking yes. He-Man is like we don't have this like, where I'm from. What the fuck T- is this? Like and TMNT. She, he's like, yeah, like the pizza right. and he's like oh my god, Coca-Cola. Hot dogs like he's fucking <laughs> running out of time. And Corey Cox is like we got to find your sword and he's like I can't stop eating hot dogs. Well no, cuz they turn <laughs> like, into the Yeah, but then do we then do we get like kind of like Thor we get fat He-Man? Well no, cuz it's so <laughs> Thor is the better He-Man. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Or movie. Because it is that fish out of water. Yeah, you know what's funny is like another, and he's throwing down the fucking beer. Your version of the the way you're just okay. I see it. I see what you're getting at now. When you are constantly saying that this reminded you a lot of Thor, because the exact tale you just told is Thor. The, is Thor the first movie? It's Thor, yeah. and then his buddies show up to come and help him to get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. guess what he man did? The buddies come up to fucking be like, "Hey man, we gotta go." And the bad guy Loki or Skeletor or whatever movie we're talking about, because I'm confused now because it's the exact same movie. <laughs> Send some bad dudes to go like, hey, go finish him off. Yeah. We're going to yeah. just, because if they find out that I lied and he's not dead, then I'll lose my position of power or mm-hmm. I'll lose my grip on thing and it'll give everyone hope. Yeah, they'll rise up against us because the yeah. people of Eternia did nothing. No, they were movie. like this the whole movie. They did. They, they just, they hung out on a beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They put their hands up and they did fucking nothing. They were a prisoner from the first scene <laughs> to, the, to the end scene. The they were a prisoner the whole way. The only One thing that film. changed was it went from daytime to nighttime. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we jump around to another uh, another uh, segment in the show, what did everybody think of their thoughts or what was everyone's thoughts on the betrayal of Skeletor? Awful. 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 So I was very too, far too much distracted by the clear mesh nose nose holes, so where he normally because it's skeleton, he has a skeletal face, but obviously it's a prosthesis, and you can see clearly he had like a prosthesis covering his nose, and right at the bottom there's well, he went be, under the knife for that. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, where right where like the holes in the skull are supposed to be, yeah, you could very clear. I, I'm guessing when it's standard definition, you wouldn't have noticed it, but right. we're watching on like what Blu-ray, Blu-ray, 4K, 4K stuff. 4K stuff. It does not like a lot of a lot a lot of the films we're going to show and just watch. Uh, they they they've edged beautifully like a fine <laughs> wine you forgot about that might have also spoiled but like and you could see the mesh where the nose is so he can breathe through it very clearly and that threw me off every time no, i was watching him. the beginning too to go on that i don't know if anyone else noticed but he was talking like when he's first like get he man his whole mask when he was breathing was extending yes. out Yes, it was. It was uh, like a ballooning. balloon. It was ballooning. Yes, yes. he was breathing oh and it was puffing out. And His I'm like, cheeks oh, would like. I, get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I I enjoyed the portrayal as far as I mean that's probably as far as they could take it. And he had fun. 19, with that. 1987 with that budget, it was Frank Langella obviously playing him. Uh, did did well enough. Did well enough. I feel like uh, given the film, the script, the story. <laughs> The plot points. I think given we have actors like um, Jim Carrey yeah. that could have done the Skeletor we know 
more justice. No, he's too thin. No, yeah, I guess the problem is the physical actor. I'm thinking more the all-out, um, like, big character. Because in this one, he was very physically mute he didn't move a lot he didn't have big hand gestures right he you know he wasn't ming right he wasn't this bigger than life huge kind of yep. stayed small yeah physically. he wasn't animated yeah. he should have acted more yeah. animated he should he have was... run and jumped on he-man and acted menacing and moved faster done all these things and I, as an I've... actor he could have done it yeah but because you have your theater know. actors and then you have your theater actors portraying cartoon characters yeah and you need to kind of know what you're signing up for right your portrayal of ming is now what like thinking back or even if you rewatch that's the thing you're gonna want to rewatch fucking flash gordon and you might even rate it higher now after seeing all of these other films that have come after it because you're like fuck everybody in it is acting their ass off (laughs) and they're doing a great job with it where skeletor he did he he did it because his kid really liked the toys uh, so he's like, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take that paycheck and a little bit of <laughs> paper towel on my face. Like, let's yeah. go. You know what? He was probably and, trying to give the character his own like swing. Like he didn't want to do exactly the voice and exactly the mannerisms. Cause a few times when he was getting angry, he did kind of go into that like, nah, like, you know, voice, <laughs> but he, he played it very like held back. And I think that was intentional. It also felt like he had, three days of filming maybe less yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah like it, it's like they had him on set for an afternoon do you think because he was like, more expensive black, black costume skeletor skelegod and then yeah. the holograms maybe do you yeah, think right? he was more expensive than Dolph Lundgren Frank no. at the time no no no, no? well when did Rocky IV come out it was before this. It was before this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then yeah, he yeah. Yeah. would have been less than Dolph. Okay. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, I, I just think he wasn't animated enough, and I, I don't mean that. I mean personality. He wasn't larger than life, and I think that really does. Also, that mask is just. I, I they they could sometimes people ask, should we do it? They don't ask, could we do it? They could not do with the technology at the time, Skeletor justice. Skeletor yeah. needed to be fully animated, what we can pull off today. This way he looks like a real skeleton. He doesn't look like a dude in a fat mask. And therefore completely ruin the threat. Yeah, yeah. and he wasn't really in shape either. Not to no. shit on the man in spandex, because it shows all, but everybody was kind of just a little squishy. <laughs> a little pokey. <laughs> a little pokey. Everyone was a little pokey. Except for Dolph. Dolph, 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 Dolph. and Tila. Dolph and Tila. E- yeah. Dolph, Tila, everyone in every, uh, every extra in a tactical thong. Yeah. <laughs> this whole movie, the whole movie, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't have one, go into Amazon right now. This is uh, not an affiliate link, but you're going to want to add a tactical thong to your cart. An e- and, Eternian, uh, Eternian tactical thong. Ta- yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even, even He Man like tucked like the the grapple. Oh, he tucked all right. His, uh, Did he? He tucked <laughs> running around when he was on that when he was going to go was on that, that decent, little yeah. hoverboard. He like tucked the the grapple. Into <laughs> oh, his yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! The undies will hold it. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buy yourself some underoos just for the He-Man shirt and throw on an old tactical thong and throw He-Man. I will say He-Man's uh, like shoulder pauldrons and the cape. I and the way it like kind of drooped down his back where you could see the hilt of the sword if in the right light when they did the right scene looked fucking cool. Adam, have you ever seen uh, Conan the Barbarian or Conan the Destroyer? No. Okay, oh. so guess what? We've got a way better <laughs> Frim franchise that you're going to love for this budget. shit. 
We're going to be like, yeah, man. Where people actually get cut in half with swords. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they fight witches and giant snakes so and shit. Like, I you're going to be like, fuck. A scene or two of it when it was on like some, you know, TV show cut yeah. down with, with commercials. And then I stopped watching. So I never watched the whole thing and I don't remember much. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to, when we finally do Conan, the both, both Conans, not going to do the new one with uh, Jason Momoa, even though it's not bad. It's not terrible. Never seen that one either. It's not bad. Uh, you're going to go, yeah, this is what He-Man should have fucking been. But instead of the bad guy of James Earl Jones, it should have been Skeletor. Yeah. And it would have been like, this is phenomenal. Uh, but yeah. So, Alex, if you're not familiar, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a podcast within a podcast where we take this to the next level. We're going to rate those eyebrows with everyone in the film. Alex, we're going to throw it to you. Who had the wor- best eyebrows in Masters of the Universe? Oh man, that, that's a loaded question. There, um, I'm probably I'm probably gonna have to go with. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm gonna take the easy route out of here. I mean, Courtney Cox, uh, overall very well manicured. I, I felt like she 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 had done a lot of she had a lot of good makeup artists working with her throughout the film. She really kept it together, even when she was sick and dying. Still, really kept it on point. And I thought the eyebrows were still on point. Uh, I, I didn't I didn't really see an eyebrow failure on her part. That's that's awesome. That's also the wrong answer. Thank you very much for answering. Uh, it's clearly Beast Man. Uh, oh! Nintendo Geek. At, Nintendo Geek. Do you have an? Uh, do you want to try to take a swing? Uh, obviously, Evil Lynn. Her makeup was on fleek. Look at that. Oh fuck! Oh, can we Look get a it. can we get a shot of Beast Man though, please? Like, Just for the classic, like the eyebrow matching up with the winged eyeshadow, making that nice cat eye look. Like, come on! That is exactly who I was thinking. I completely I agree mean, with you. I'm trying to find. He doesn't even get a shot because he's in the movie for four minutes. They start to go to cartoons. Oh my god! We forgot up. about Dildo the Sorcerer. Oh, he probably didn't really got. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Not my, my not my uh, not my Orko. Not my Orko. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I, wow. I re I re take my vote for away from uh, Evil Lynn and go to not my Orko. All right, so we Gwildor. are Gwildor. Gwildor, that's his name. Yeah. Dildo the, or, the Dildo or the Sorceress. <laughs> Very domineering mustache on uh, John Cipher playing Man at Arms. Oh this. my god! Yeah. Oh my god! I wanted yeah. more from him. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. That's the only reason why I was so hard is just because everyone's so good looking in this movie. But <laughs> uh, realistically, I just wish the costumes were a little bit more fun. Yeah, I just yeah. wish it was. For how much fun and goofy the film could have been, yeah, the co- like everything being so gray, like yeah. Man in Arms, like really could like he could have had like so many everybody could have had their own little bullshit fish out of water comedy moment, yeah, yes. that would have worked so much better, yes. right? Like oh he just knows how to fucking drive a car, yeah, yeah. Oh he just knows how to. Hey, I I well, don't only, I, I only built the techno think. geek only the the um, Gwildor, yeah. the like the techno dude. Drove the car he from outside took, the world. He took um, a lot of what Gwildor could do. I think Gwildor was a mix of what Man-at-Arms and Orko. Because Man-at-Arms is like, yeah, I know how to drive a car. I can build a car. I right. can, like, soup yes. up this. Any vehicle you need, I can build you hmm. a vehicle. Because he was the one making all the ships. Right. Yes. Yeah. He was an accessory man. So was Gwildor the Mary Sue? Uh, Dildor the Sorcerer drove me fucking up the wall. The locksmith, inventor. Yeah. Hey, I invented this thing that can get us back to home. But I forgot how to use it. But why was there two of them? <laughs> well, one was a prototype. Because he lost it. Ah. No, you see, he sat there and played a thousand notes on the thing, trying to figure out the code to get him back home. And then but at the end, he's Hotel like, California, he's like, actually, all I really Hotel needed California was just two more, two more notes, and I could have had it. And I'm like, really? That's it? I did it. I did the thing. <laughs> they needed something to relate to the 
human characters from the 80s. Like, oh, this guy's in a band. That's, oh, we need a musical talented person. Oh, okay, fate brought us together. I hated that. I hated that. Because oh, so Courtney dumb. Cox literally was set up as the main character besides He-Man, and yeah. then they just kind of bite her with a snake. Yeah. Which is, it's either snakes <laughs> with lasers or fucking quicksand in the 80s. You got to watch out. Even, and then they just take her off the fucking playing field. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you have a penis. Can you save the day? The problem like, is, is if they fuck. had instead wounded Kevin and they had to get back to save Kevin, we'd all be like, take your time. <laughs> yeah, antidote, we have people on my world that can save him. Please, for the love of God, start pressing buttons or keys on this keyboard like you're a drunk cat at a fucking house party. <laughs> but the problem is if that oh. was the case, everybody like, ah, oh, we got time. <laughs> yeah, everyone like, oh, oh. he man just walked away into the sunset. <laughs> Tila would have been like, oh, I guess you're a lesbian now. Like all the scenes where it showed her clearly walking like next to Kevin, but He Man just had like his arm around her. Or his hair <laughs> oh, they were just her. holding hands the entire time. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, hey, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, that, that one scene where Tila finds uh, the finds Courtney Cox's character, uh, Julie. Sorry, uh, when Tila finds Julie and He-Man and they're like, oh, I guess you've met. And then she just stares at fucking yeah. Courtney Cox for a solid three yeah, yeah, yeah. uncomfortable this minutes. fucking bitch. <laughs> like, yo, what was that about? Why is this movie longer than it needs to be? And then it just cuts to the next act. Hi, Julie. I mean, house wrecker. Hi, yeah. Hi. Hi. You want to destroy this planet too? Yeah. Why don't you destroy the planet and my relationship, bitch? <laughs> oh, my God. The, the biggest uh, mystery, and I kind of mentioned it during the movie, what was with, what is the story? Okay, the, the house is sold. Everything is packed up to go. What is with the single red chili pepper magnet on her fridge? Yeah. You said that, and I couldn't stop staring yeah. at it. And you <laughs> just kept <laughs> laughing. Because Kevin staring. kept moving out of the way, and, and it's is... like, oh, there it is. It wasn't a mistake. <laughs> I, I was wish more it thinking, kept moving. <laughs> there is this, okay, so you, we're Canadian. Alex, you were raised in Spoilers the in the freedom states of, of the U.S. Freedom states of America, yes. Freedom states of America. Some. What age are you at the end of senior high school? Eighteen. What is your okay. title? Senior. Senior. Okay, so she was legally allowed to live on her own then. Rock, wrong answer. You should have just said black belt. <laughs> <laughs> what is your title? I can't tell you. <laughs> Third degree black belt. Thank you. <laughs> if I told you, I'd have to kill yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like junior, sophomore. Oh, uh, uh, no, uh, so, uh, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. Okay, I never right. understood that. Yeah, yeah, all right. It's just where we go. It's just what we do, dude. It's just what we do. But that's that's all good though <laughs> that she was supposed to be eighteen or whatever because then then it made uh, Kevin's uh, uh, inappropriate line somewhat more appropriate. My favorite line from the movie. Which one? I got all the meat you need right here. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, wow, our last like... date, you brought a bucket of chicken? Oh, How romantic. Oh, my God. Shut up, Kevin. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> you were literally immediately like, Kevin, I sold my car. I sold everything. I sold the house. I'm moving to New Jersey from California. Fucking <laughs> why? We're still trying to figure out that mystery. Uh, can you please take me to my parents' grave so I can finally just kind of lay all of my emotional damage out. And Kevin's like, but do we have time for some chicken and a quick fuck? <laughs> Not even love me. Can I just get a hand? You, at least? you <laughs> love me, right? You love me. You love me, right? Because it's my sound check. I know your flight's in 45 minutes. <laughs> and you'll 
probably never make it in a post or pre 9-11 world. It was already world. dark. It was all... Yeah. <laughs> God damn, this movie's... They were clearly at the... At, frustrating. I get it. We it's were convinced so frustrating. they were in New Jersey or whatever, yeah. but really they were clearly in the Arctic where it's night <laughs> at all times. Yeah. They're in Zero. Southern California. The where... trees were fully in green. There's yeah. no way it was dark before 9 o'clock. I wish, <laughs> yeah. I wish, I wish it was almost like Beverly Hills Cop 1. Where, like, the police are like, you know, it's California. Or what, are they coming back from a convention? Because yeah. fucking He-Man's just naked with his dick yes. in his hand. I mean, <laughs> holding his sword. It was so funny to watch these guys walk around or even try to get in the back of cars. Because you've got Dolph Lumberg literally put the sword in front of his dick and then walk around because he doesn't want to smack it off anything. Because you know he's yeah. already tripped on that cape a thousand times before <laughs> yeah. they started filming. And everyone in those outfits cannot see Right, we've got Blade, the dude with an eye patch, yeah. because <laughs> yeah, what's his fucking story? Doesn't matter. He wears chainmail and has two swords. No nope. pants and chainmail. Get in, ladies. <laughs> you know, lizard guy was flying Gillette. blind. Lizard guy was flying blind for sure. That lizard guy, guy see shit. bat, bat broad, yeah, fucking <laughs> beast boy, uh, Motley Crew dude, Molly Crew dude. Yeah, <laughs> Evil Lynn gets recruited to go save the day. Dresses up like. Courtney Cox's mother. Well, she's like, only I don't answer wanna... was not, honey, we miss you. We're working with the government because Russians. Yeah. Give me the, the, the give me the noisemaker made out of metal. Give me the, the fucking thing. Give me, me the fucking thing. I need David McGuffin. I need David McGuffin so bad. I won't be able to get home without David McGuffin. My favorite. <sighs> Is when Evil Lynn is like in front of Skeletor and he's like touching her face, being like, oh, yeah, yeah. together, we're going to rule, it's going to be great. And then immediately after, yeah. she says one thing and he's like, fine, you go with him. And she's like, but I don't want to. He's like, well, then you shouldn't have said anything. Uh, and it's like, oh my God. That was a great line. I loved that shit. That was a great line. I mean, that's the shitty fucking toxic relationship no, of Skeletor is. and Evil Lynn. I mean, yeah. you get that even in, you have yet to see the Kevin Smith we show. We can't talk about but that. But there is, so, like, oh, it is so good. They, like, bone it in the cartoon, dude. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see that part. Oh, I, I saw dude. the first few episodes. I didn't too. see that. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. They, like, bone. It's fucking, it's like, woo So like, he's, he's straight up laying pipe. Yeah, Skelepipe. Skelepipe. Yeah, guy. man. You know what's funny is I always, I for the first time because of that show, I thought Skeletor is actually kind of smart. Yeah. Oh, dude, usually, smart as fuck, yeah. Usually he's always the bumbling idiot who fails at everything he tries to yeah. accomplish. But in this one, he gets, I don't, I don't want to spoil everything, but you realize he, he is not aiming, like, oh, why don't you want to aim for higher? And he very clearly states why. And it's like, well, I actually kind of, Makes sense because they show what happens when you do aim higher. Well, he surrounds himself with, with idiots, idiots too. Like right? It. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's a big fish in a small tank, and he's happy yeah. Yeah, yeah, being yeah. just the big fish. Right? Yes, and that's it. Yes, kind of thing. Mm. Uh, we didn't get any of that in the, uh, this movie. We get a man who sits on a chair, very Sometimes. much like Emperor. The Palpatine. chair looked cool. The chair looked cool. Other Set. times, he oh, marches. Fuck. costume design. Thoughts? I liked uh, it. Yeah, I, I mean, I said at the beginning, I, I really think Skeletor has some drip, man. He comes in, he comes in in command. Evil Lynn's outfit with like the chainmail and like the the bodysuit, cod piece, like her cod piece was way better than Skeletor's cod piece. Yeah, so it very yeah. much yeah. felt like they went in and said, "Okay, everybody, we're going to design the costumes." And then Hasbro walked on or Mattel walked on before the merger, and they went, "Oh wow, these look amazing!" And just like the toys, you have to dress these people. 
put them in suit, like yeah, yeah. one like onesies, or put them yeah, in yeah. spandex. Or yeah. you, you, we you can't show that much ass. Accurate. We can't show yeah. that much ass or that much titty yes. in a PG movie. Yeah. I because did. all probably of that, right. all of that looked like a secondary afterthought yeah. of yeah. like, like added underneath the armor. Right, pieces. the armors are all the armor pieces are all sort of skin color or gray, just generic enough yes. for the design, except the tactical thong because mm. they obviously put their foot down on that one thing. <laughs> yeah. If there was I, a hill to die on, the tactical thong is where that fucking <laughs> foot goes down. I was meh on everyone's armor except for He-Man's shoulders and cape. I don't know what it was. But those things killed it on his body. It looked so cool, so rad. And I, I really like, specifically from the back, when they had shots of He-Man from the back with the cape kind of drooping just below the handle of yeah. the sword and mm-hmm. the nice pauldrons, I just thought that was fucking yeah. cool. It's, Everyone it's, else was meh. You yeah. know what? They probably had it originally straight across, and he probably was having trouble, like, uh, catching, like, grabbing the sword caught. and getting caught. Production design. So they had to loosen it so he can still, like, grab the hilt. When he, on the rare occasion, he pulled his sword out. <laughs> to deflect a laser beam. Because well, there was moments where, yeah, he was bending and moving, because yeah. it's like, that's fucking hard to do all day, yeah. especially if the sword's four feet long. And it's right in the middle of your back. It's not like how, like, the witcher's, like, on his shoulder the side, on the side, right? right? Yeah. But even then, uh, Jerry Riviera kind of... And then pulls out the sword. Yeah. It's not a fucking clean, a clean pull, mm-hmm. yeah. especially if it's a five-foot sword. <laughs> Well, I, I thought it was a absolutely wonderfully horribly bad movie. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm glad I watched it, yeah. but I want my hour back. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren's abs are the real winner here. They Let's are. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. What'd you think? Did you hate it? Did you love it? Would you watch it again? What would you rate it? I would never watch it again. Okay. Um, unless something, someone would have to be like, Adam, listen, water boating is illegal. Okay. Um, torture for the purpose of getting tr- um, false confessions are illegal, but but we really need you to do something and get something information out of this person. So I would, um, uh, what's that movie? They uh, they they just peel someone's eyes open, let them watch it. Clockwork, clockwork, clockwork orange. orange. I would clockwork orange. orange the shit out of them with this movie to get them to falsely admit that they're a terrorist. You yeah. wouldn't do you wouldn't do like phone booth or what's some other. <laughs> Yeah, no, <laughs> no it's, it's terrible. I, I, truthfully, on all accounts, it's not even a good, bad movie. Okay. It's just a bad movie. So uh, I got to give this, it's not the worst. So I, I, a three. Three out of ten. Three. He's a generous man. He's a generous man. Nintendo Geek. I mean, for what they had up against them, between Mattel executives and the toy company executives and what they thought that the 1987 market wanted and what was popular at the time, they gave a good effort. It was action. There was guns. There was lasers. There was lots of shirtless men. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd say, and also they, they kind of kept like 50-50 to the source material, although they weren't making like a direct like adaptation and or else it would have been called he-man but there's a reason probably why they did not let it be called he-man and the masters of the universe so i would give it like a solid like four or five four or five this movie's getting really maybe a four to six this is a six to you i mean with a little canadian hospitality (laughs) uh, maybe it would be but you know like the the actors did what they could with the source material, I thought Evil Lynn was great. I think Courtney Cox did a great job. Uh, 
Yeah, just, you know, w- with how they, with what they had to portray, obviously, like you said, they didn't get the licensing for everything. They were probably really bottlenecked. Yeah. Rich, the most ha- person who hates, oh, no, no, no. Alex. Alex, I forgot we did. Alex, we have a guest on the show you. tonight. I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, Alex is <laughs> so, joining us again. Welcome back, everyone, I'm, to He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Alex, what did you think? What would you rate it? One to ten. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Look, so in life, sometimes you got to learn a hard lesson. Yeah. And sometimes you, you you phone in you phone in a job and you just you probably don't even show up to set like the director of this film even one time. Are you saying uh, it's Mormon pro- time? Probably not even in country. Probably not in the same time zone. And uh, and sometimes you got to learn a lesson. Sometimes that lesson might cost you seventeen million fucking dollars. So, but then you need to fire that director and never work with him again. And hopefully that is exactly where this thing ended. Because it was a piece of shit film, yeah? and I wouldn't give this a full star, really, Not even a full point. Like really, it was absolute utter trash. But Versus your I had nostalgic. fun. Okay. But I had fun. And okay. Sometimes it's about the journey. It is about the journey. Okay. <laughs> Rich, the hate, the most of the haters. My takeaway here with this film, and it's it only hurts because I loved it so much. There wasn't any catchphrase. A good eighties movie needs a good catchphrase. There was one. Yeah. What was it? Uh, was it Good Journey? Good Journey? Oh, Good that Journey. That doesn't need to be... Yeah, yeah, That doesn't need to be a fucking catchphrase that we all need to do. <laughs> good Journey. Two in the pink, one in the journey? Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what it looked like. But I mean, <laughs> there wasn't enough of like a catchphrase. There wasn't a classic 80s... It was it an 80s thing or was it a 90s thing? I think we'll explore that the further we go into film history. Mm. If there was a, a banger on that soundtrack. Right? No. I couldn't even tell you what music was on this, but the uh, the the police officer kept saying, "Oh shit!" At one point, he said like three times, so that that counts as a catchphrase. I, I guess that does count as a catchphrase. <laughs> that plus with the royalty free music they used in this movie, yeah. that's where "Oh shit" came from. <sighs> yeah, they invented it. I would honestly, I put "Disasters of the Universe" at a solid two. Wow, two even I, higher than Alex. I love the idea of seeing these characters on screen i enjoyed the betrayal or the betrayal i betray i enjoyed poor trail trail and the betrayal of the fandom both just <laughs> hurt i liked what he did with skeletor the costuming was fun uh none of it was identifiable as the cartoon or any of the toys or any yeah. of the stuff recognizable that you could be like, wow, that's the hover bike or wow, that's this thing. <laughs> None of that. Um, I really wish the human characters were kind of pointing out the ridiculousness of it. Cause yeah. I thought that would have been a little bit more funny. Um, I was excited to do this movie with you guys, but also there's a reason why I kept padding out and putting other films in front <laughs> of it because I fucking hate this movie. Because it is such a letdown. And it's rare for me to be like, hey, Adam, we're going to watch this movie. I'm bringing it here. And, uh, it's a piece of shit. It's not. (laughs) But we're always going to hype it up. Like, it's amazing. It's the best film. This will blow your mind out of. This is like a hostage situation with you, Adam. (laughs) Every time. You guys hype up every Every fucking film. No. Are you ready? 
This movie's gonna make your hair grow they back. Know this is Get ready. He's agreed to this for awful. at least the last six months. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know I what know. happened. We, we just had a ton of episodes. I had this dumb idea for a podcast. Where I'm like, I haven't seen a lot of movies, and I'm just in the middle of a conversation randomly <laughs> with Al. Co-hosts trick you into watching. Every they weren't even co-hosts. Rich and Cooper were like, "Oh, really? You're doing that? Let's join you." I, that sounds like fun. We got movies for you. Movies. We have a lot of movies. Little did I know they were just like, "Well, Adam and." Here's a tub. You're being drowned in it now. Okay, yeah, good for a, you. It's a it's an old uh, it's an old. Uh, hey, you like dark. City. It's an old uh, pawn shop tub. It's a it's an old Rubbermaid just tub from a pawn shop full of old DVDs and Blu-rays <laughs> that we're gonna just drown you in. You it's like a liquid. It's just Diet Coke and Blu-rays, and you're gonna. You gotta put on your gloves. Put on your gloves with some sanitizer and just go as deep as you can. Get, get in there. They waterboard you, but it's just with like old VHS tapes. <laughs> yeah, man. Still fucking something on your I face. I cop and just choking on <laughs> yeah. old like the magnet, the magnet strips. <laughs> he comes out. He's got Swedish berries, some gummy bears, a bunch of popcorn up his nose, and he just reeks of Mountain Dew. You're ready for the intermission, Adam? <laughs> right. Everyone, stand up. There is a, none. There is none, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's a double feature. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm excited that you guys invited me on. It was a good journey. It was fun. Alex, thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome back eventually. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) if anything, we'll we'll have you bring a movie in. Oh, nice. We are big fans of shitting on things people love. So bring it on in. Sweet. All right, good. Awesome. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this has been raised by spoilers. No, thank you so much, Alex. Thank you so much. Adam, do you want to take us home? What can we promote? We'll go around the room. Well, we've been saying it wrong for a while now. Alex, why don't you give us the bit for Bitcade? Bitcade, what's that? Oh, I know what that is. That's the new hottest podcast app on the block. So actually, it is a very nice podcast app. It's available for Android and iOS, and I would love it if you'd give it a shot because I have a vested interest in it. And uh, it's actually a really nice app. If you're a creator, you can claim your podcast on there. You can monetize content on there. You can upload bonus audio and video content. And very soon, we'll also have an upload site available as well. So claim your profile soon because the upload site's coming soon. And then there's even bigger news coming that I can announce in the near future, but I won't save it. Please join us on Discord where you can chat with us, talk to us about this movie, other movies, Dark City, one that I liked, Masters of the Universe, one that we didn't so much like talk about and get hints as to what's going to be our next movie what's um, the discord called i want to get in oh it's called ronin geek podcast oh, fuck off <laughs> and there is a link in the show notes beautiful thank you so much nintendo geek where can people find you what should they look for um i am nintendo geek um I am terrible at remembering all the time if it's an underscore or a dash and i don't have my phone uh <laughs> are you are you on the twitter uh, no, not really. Oh, yeah, you are. I am barely on Twitter. That's fair. It's some sort of elite speak and human language. Uh, it's too complicated, but I am. So in- it's Nintendo underscore geek. I believe so. At it the Twitters in- and the Instagram. No, it's not on the Twitter. It's not on the Twitter. No, it's like some. You didn't get that? No, I did. Uh-huh. It's the only social media platform that I did not get some iteration mm. of a pure Nintendo geek, and I'm kind of mad about it. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, Nintendo underscore geek at, uh, on Instagram. Cool. Beautiful. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I am at Geek Movie House on all of the socials. Happy Pride Month, everybody. And thank you for joining us for 
disaster. I mean, sorry, masters of the universe. He man. He man. And remember, say no to drugs. Good journey. Good journey. I have the power. I have the power.